welcome to the Choose You Now podcast. I'm your host, Juliana Hever. I'm really excited to introduce today's guest. Her name is Anna Kaiser, and she is a celebrity fitness expert known for transforming the bodies of some of Hollywood and music industry's biggest stars. Her signature workout is a mix of dance, power, and toning that leads to visible results. Along the way, she's built an empire with fitness studios in New York City and the Hamptons and virtual workouts streamed worldwide. During her early career as a dancer, Anna toured with Shakira and choreographed the music video for She-Wolf. Aside from touring with recording artists, Anna appeared in the hit Disney film Enchanted as a principal dancer, was a part of the International Tour of Fame, and was in Carnegie Hall's production of Showboat. Anna founded Anna Kaiser Studios in 2013, opening her first studio on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Using her years of expertise in performance and training, she created a cross-training program that incorporates the best workouts for a woman's body in the most effective, efficient, and fun way possible. I could say I have tried them and she is spot on. They are extraordinary. Anna Kaiser Studios provides a comprehensive training program for members, including dance, tone, and power. Members are empowered to become stronger in their bodies, minds, and communities. With clients like Kelly Ripa, Shakira, and Alicia Keys, Anna and her team of top-tier trainers provide an unparalleled fitness experience. This woman is doing a million and one things, and yet she intentionally chooses herself every single day. I am certain she is going to inspire you to do so too. Hello, Anna Kaiser. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me, Juliana. I think it's been almost a decade since we met in New York City when you came on my show and inspired me and gave tons of energy as always. So I can't believe it's been that long. (laughs) I can't either. Time flies. Time does fly. So the nature of this show is not what I normally do talking about health and nutrition and fitness. Today, what we're talking about more is about your story and choosing yourself. And you are this walking role model of an empowered woman. And I'd like to talk more about that today with you, starting maybe with your choice of the fitness industry, which is always changing and evolving. And so my question is, how do you keep up while choosing to be authentic to you as a brand and as a person? That is such a good question. (laughs) I feel like I could take two hours to answer that question. Um, And I've had many coffee conversations about that with other entrepreneurs. But uh, for me, as a creative individual, um, whether it be in fitness or dance or choreography or performance, I constantly need to evolve. If I don't, I get bored, I get stale and static, and um, it keeps me focused and energized to wake up every morning. It's very important that I continue to create and evolve. And um, in doing so on an everyday basis, it holds me accountable um, and uh, keeps me um, keeps me constantly challenged and authentic um, in that challenge. And um, you know, when I first started, it was figuring out what is this new void I'm going to fill? Uh, what is this fitness concept that I'm going to create that I would really want to do and need to do and love to do that doesn't exist right now? And so every morning I wake up and try to recreate that and continue to evolve it as we learn more about health and fitness, as, you know, times change and we're stuck at home or in pandemics and, 
and uh, constantly pivoting so that it never gets boring. And it's always really exciting, not just for the consumer, but for myself as well. That's awesome. And it's it shows in all of your work. So there's this energy and this this joie de vivre that you carry so beautifully. Uh, so what where do you get that? Where do you know that's the right that's the right direction? What what inspires you? What makes you know this is where I'm going right now? This is how I'm gonna change it up. Oh, let's see. A lot of trial and error. I get into a studio, usually with one of my instructors, and play. And I have to create time in my day and my week for that. And sometimes it's hard to put a time period on that and say, okay, on Tuesday from 11 to 2, I'm going to go into a studio and magic is going to happen. Sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't, um, as I'm sure you know. And so creating the space for that. And, uh, you know, right now it can be somewhat challenging depending on the day since we're all working from home and homeschooling. But creating a space where you can go and um, have that time um, and that space away from any distraction to let yourself just play and see what happens. Um, and so it's a lot of uh, trial by fire. And I need to feel it and be inspired. I go to music a lot. I need to have a person in the room that's also adding energy to that room. I need to be in a space that feels comfortable for me that I've been in before. Um, and all of those kind of juices have to align. Hopefully I've had enough sleep. If not, coffee is very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and it could be, it's different uh, depending on the day and the week. Sometimes I see a video that inspires me. Sometimes I hear a song that inspires me. Sometimes I'm sitting on the train and I ju it just comes to me during a conversation with a girlfriend and I have to immediately run into a room when I get home and work that out, whether it be a series of strength exercises or a new choreographed uh, dance combination or a new concept for a class format. Um, I'm just constantly trying to switch it up. And at the studios, I change the content on the first of every month um, and then deliver that content, continue to deliver continuing education to my team so that we are always evolving as, um, as a company as well. Yeah, that creativity, right? You know, I find myself really finding it when I'm in the shower or something where it's not really opportune mm -hmm. to write notes, you know, but it just comes yes. when you least expect it or when you're outside walking, whatever, when you're not really trying, it's kind of just flows through. Do you, do you notice that? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's being open. It's creating an open mind, open space. And sometimes just going for a walk, getting off your devices. Uh, you never know when it's going to strike. Yeah, I love that. Sometimes those are the best ones. I was going to say, and then I have two teenagers, but you have now, you have a little one, right? You have, how old is your child? Oh my gosh, you have two teenagers. I can't believe it. Yeah. Um, yes, I have two children, a four-year-old Brooks and a three-month-old Cole. Oh my boys. gosh, congratulations. Okay, so doesn't Thank everything you. just completely change? Like talk about like, having time for yourself and to be creative and for work and all of that. But having children is so all encompassing. It just, it shifts everything. What was your, what was your experience becoming a mom? Yes, it does shift everything. Um, it's funny because with the first child, I thought, wow, this is so hard. This is so different, but okay. You know, trying to, uh, change the balance, trying to work through the exhaustion. I feel like you're just, permanently exhausted for the first year and a half to two years of life, sometimes even three years of life. 
um, as you're getting used to, you know, their, um, their sleep rhythms and yours and school and, and work life balance. It's, it's really tough, that exhaustion part of it. Um, and then you find a good rhythm and then the second one happens. Do you think, well, it was so much easier with a one, <laughs> right? Um, you think, how could I have possibly thought that was difficult? <laughs> it's crazy. The perspective it is, is crazy. I'll tell you, I was, yes. I was up at 4am twice this week because now my daughter actually went, we went to the DMV and she just got her driver's permit. So it goes really oh. fast. It's really long every day to day, but like it goes so fast. It's, Amazing. I'm so, I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It is. And it's such a yummy moment right now with his little cuddly three month old self. And, you know, every time I I'm up at two or three or four o'clock in the morning and I feel like I can't do it, I see that tiny face and you just magically can (laughs) just magically make it happen. They make them cute for a reason. (laughs) Yes, it's true. It's true. So do you find that your struggle with choosing you, do you have any more of a struggle or is it any different about choosing you every day now that you have the kids? How has that kind of evolved personally? Yes, absolutely. It is a, a juggling act every day. And there there are moments where I think, oh my goodness, how am I going to make this happen today? How am I going to find a way to pick him up from school, but also get into the city to teach this class and have that meeting and shoot that press piece? Um, And for instance, even today, I only got three hours of sleep last night. And after this podcast, I have to create all of the content for February before the day is over and I have to cook them dinner. And I'm thinking, how is this going to happen? How is this going to happen? But then you magically do end up most of the time making it happen because you know you have to. And I kind of feel like under the gun sometimes when you have less time, you are able to make more happen sometimes because you just have to fit it in where you can. And um, the time I find that I'm able to put aside for myself is always after the boys are in bed. And usually also my husband is in bed. (laughs) He goes to sleep with them and I can have my own time to myself to just be still. Um, And either I work on a project that is creatively fulfilling for me, or I watch a show that just lets me forget everything, or I meditate or I take a walk around the block. Um, But that is something that I need every day. Um, I really cannot relax and go to sleep without that time at the end of the day. Um, And there's one more time in the middle of the day where I need to also find that time of stillness or peace or, you know, just disconnecting from the everyday. I was on the train back from the city today and my assistant said, I need you to do these four things. And I just sat there and said, I need 15 minutes. I can't do it. I can't do it until I have 15 minutes to myself. And you really have to know yourself that well to be able to say right now, I need to choose me. And whenever that is, you know that you will be better if you take that time Um, and you you just prioritize it. And I think it's difficult now, especially because we're in a, um, we're still in a pandemic and a place of stay at home and quarantining and, you know, having everything circling around us at all times to try and find that time. But it's really, really important to do it. Even if it's just five minutes alone outside, taking a quick walk around the, the, um, 
the driveway or the parking lot or the neighborhood and talking to a friend or shutting off and just inhaling and exhaling without a mask, (laughs) (laughs) whatever it is, it is, it is, I find so much more important to do now, um, even though it may be harder to as well. I think that's incredible advice. That is sage wisdom because you're saying it in a very proactive way. Like you are prioritizing it. You're making it happen. You are choosing it to happen because if we just say we should or we want to or we need to, it doesn't usually happen. We get so caught up in every other person's needs and what we're doing and trying to get everything done. So I think that's excellent advice. So thank you for saying that. Yes, but I do think during the day, much of the day is spent um, looking after others and other things that need to happen. So it makes those moments even more important when you need them, you know, and to acknowledge the time of day when you do need them is also tough and not to take it out on X, Y, or Z person when it's really something that you need to do for yourself. I love that so much. And I think it's, I'm a big fan of routine. So I love that you're saying at the same time every day and just know that time and you know, the more you study yourself and figure out how you respond to things, I guess the more you can kind of formulate what that would look like. So I think that's excellent. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. You also are very empowering with the women that you work with, that you that work with you and your company and everything. You're all about empowerment and, and allowing women to choose. Is that is that something that you could talk about a little bit? Yes. My audience is primarily women and I cater the workout for women because I want them to feel their strongest in their skin, whatever that is for them. It's not a size. It's not a shape. It is creating a workout that gives you Uh, the perfect combination of strength to cardio. So you walk out of there on an endorphin high and then also feeling stronger in your body than you did when you walked in. Mind is connected to body. You're focused. Every muscle is um, awake and engaged and ready to go. And you have a spring in your step from the cardio endorphins and the music high and, um, and then you're also connecting one of, uh, the most important things to me in opening my New York city studio was creating, um, or, you know, putting aside a large space for the lobby so that people had a place to come and congregate and tell stories and support one another and hang out before and after class and not just, walk in, sign in and walk into a workout room, but it really is about supporting one another. And, you know, there are CEOs and entrepreneurs and um, consultants doing deals in my lobby because (laughs) you're so much more alive and awake and excited about life after you finished a great workout that makes you feel more powerful in your skin and honors everybody that walks in that room. Um, uh, in their own journey and in, you know, and recognizing what their goals are as a person. Some are doing it because it's, uh, they use it for anxiety relief. Some are doing it to lose weight. Some of, some people are doing it to, uh, balance or make their body more proportionate. Some are doing it to come back from an injury. Some are doing it to come back for pregnancy or prepare for a baby. There's so many reasons why they're in that room and honoring every person for their individual journey is a really important part of this. Um, and then coming together to celebrate dance has always been a celebration of life always. And so being able to ignite that in a room or ignite that in someone's, um, 
in the core of who they are and ignite that passion through dance and come together to celebrate is just amazing. I love what I do. And um, the community is incredible. And I feel so blessed to have that, especially now, whether it be in studio or virtually or one-on-one. Um, I, I can't live without it every day. It's so important. And it's so infectious. Your energy and your passion is so beautifully infectious. So those people that I, I always talk about with my clients and everything about choosing their why, that you have to want to make a change, Yeah, especially something like exercise or changing your diet. And those are major lifestyle changes that take a lot because you're, you know, you have to reformulate all your habits. There's so much that goes into it and it's so deeply personal. So what wisdom can you share about those people that really want it, but they don't quite know yet, and maybe they need to find their why, but what would you say for people to just get started in, in choosing these, these, making these choices that will transform their life and their health? Well, it's definitely finding a workout that you enjoy. Um, I wouldn't just work out to work out or say, okay, I have five minutes or 10 minutes, I'm just going to do something. Every once in a while, that's supplemental. What I would say is, what do you really enjoy doing? Um, and then find a workout that, uh, caters to that. Um, and then the second thing is build it into your schedule as though it were a meeting, not, Oh yeah, I'll work out today. We're going to do it this afternoon, or I'm going to do it tomorrow morning. No. What time are you doing it? Where are you doing it? What are you doing? And, and really having a space that is specific for that moment, because it's going to create a very different, um, uh, approach to the entire experience. You walk into that space. That space is always the space that you use for that workout. And you're going to tap right into that energy. You're going to wake up and know, okay, I have two hours. I have one hour. I have 15 minutes. And you prepare yourself because you know, you're always going to do it at nine o'clock in the morning, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And, uh, like any other meeting, and you prepare your day, you prepare your week, you prepare your hour to make that happen. And if you don't do that, you're probably going to be rushing in and out. You're not going to honor it for uh, the commitment that you need to make to yourself. You're never going to get all the benefits of it. And you're not going to create the space in your day to fully be present and enjoy it. So I would say find three times a week. And it doesn't have to be an hour. It could be 20 minutes. It could be 30 minutes. But allocate that time three days a week um, for the next six weeks. It takes at least 40 days to change a habit. So it's important to stick to it. Find something. First, do the research. Find something that you want to do. Carve out the time in your week. Find three times during the week and then create the space where you know you're going to do it. Your computer is there. Your equipment is there. You have the light. Invest the time to setting it up well and then you're going to really be able to thrive. That is excellent and practical and very inspiring. So perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much, Anna. So much wisdom in that. Thank you so much to Anna. And if Anna, who's quite the powerhouse, full-time working mom, she can do it, I know we can be inspired to do so too. If you are inspired and are enjoying the Choose You Now podcast, please subscribe to the show and rate and review us on iTunes. And you could send us an email with questions or comments at chooseyounowpodcast at gmail.com. For nutrition services and more information, visit me at plantbaseddietitian.com. I invite you to choose yourself now, and I'm signing off with lots of leafy green love.